welcome to our podcast. I am excited to have Kapeka Salter with us today. Kapeka is an IEE leadership coach, former school principal, and excited to have her share her knowledge and expertise with our audience. Thank you, Sherry, for having me. I'm excited to be here and just talk about the realities of principalship. So, Kapeka, you know we're working on the podcast, The Principalship, The Worst Job I Ever Loved. And I feel so blessed at IEE to have experienced principals who bring a wealth of knowledge and expertise to our work as we support, mentor, and coach school leaders. And uh, you have a wealth of experience as a school leader, and I'm super excited to pick your brain a little bit and let our audience learn from you some of the um, best and worst experiences you had as a, a school leader. There's lots of both. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's how I think that's how we arrived at the title, right? Yes. Like it really isn't the worst job because you're driven by the mission, but it, it's hard. It's it is hard, hard job. but it's so rewarding and, mm -hmm. you know, the kids are our future. So. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the hard, you know, what were the things that made the job really hard for you? I think it's multifaceted and it's not necessarily something that you can just pinpoint, but um, you have zero control of your day. So you might have a list, a to-do list of things that you need to get done um, or come in in the morning like, I'm, I'm going to get these classroom observations done. I'm going to talk to these teachers. I'm going to talk to this parent and school happens. You know, they're, the, the kids are misbehaving or a teacher's absent and you need to cover a class. Um, there's, a, there's so many different things that, that school can't prepare you for. You know, you, you learn while doing. Um, and I also think it's very demanding. The time spent is, it's not just the school day. It's not just the school year. You're constantly on. Um, and that, that can be, that can wear on you after a while. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the things that um, you said is there's some uncertainty day to day. The uncertainty and the need and 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 the desire to be flexible. I mean, I we all want to be flexible in our Absolutely. job. Absolutely. Uh, and your your day is also often hijacked by <laughs> the demands of the things happening yes. in real time. And so uh, I often think about you know folks in business who need to prepare for a presentation. They carve out time on their calendar, a couple hours here, a couple hours there. They get their presentation together. They carve out time to practice it. The presentation might be on the principal's schedule, but yes. all those other things weigh on the, the development and practice time. And we end up doing those things at 1030 at night in the bed with the pillow popped up behind 100%. us. hundred percent. I yeah. used to joke that my day would start after the kids and teachers yeah. left because when they're there, they're your first priority and, and that's how it should be. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to, mm -hmm. you have to pivot and, and go with whatever comes your way. And it's our, it's our nature to be dedicated Absolutely. and to put in the time and to work hard. The second part of what I heard you say about that is it's tiring. Like when you're up at 6am trying to get the final touches on that PowerPoint before the staff meeting and you're yes. at 10 o'clock writing teacher evaluations before you fall asleep and in between you're on your feet and yes. moving, it, it's physically exhausting. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, and it, it is worth it. I, I, 
I don't want to deter no. people from the profession, no. but I think sometimes we don't fully understand what we're getting into, <laughs> <laughs> hence the worst job I ever loved, yeah, you know, yeah. um, until you're in it and, and the grind is there. So what are some things you did to help you um, maintain your sanity as your day shifted continuously and as your day stretched into from, you know, 12 hours to 14 to 16 to 18? How, what did you do to... to Find balance and success. So I really kind of had to plan my downtime. And Monday through Friday, there really wasn't much of that. But on the weekends, I'd have to schedule in what, what I physically needed, whether it was rest, whether it was time with family, time with friends. You have to have to pencil mm -hmm. those things in. But as far as work goes, you have to trust the people that you hired. Mm -hmm. You have to rely on your team because... Educators, most educators are just like like the principals, right? They want to help. They're there for the right reasons. And they're also very dedicated. They're also highly capable. So mm -hmm. that distributive leadership aspect of really trusting your people and allowing them to take care of some of those smaller things that they can loop you in on after the fact, but doesn't require your immediate mm -hmm. attention so that you can tend to the other things, the balancing of the reporting, the teacher observations, the evaluations, along with with the kid things, relying on your assistant principal, mm -hmm. schedule attendance meetings, deal with some discipline things. And um, you're still aware and involved, but just not, you can't be 100% in on everything mm -hmm. because you, you'll drive yourself insane. Mm -hmm. So you talked about a couple of things. What is uh, the relationships that you mm -hmm. build are really important so that the folks that are on your team there's a level of trust between you and Essential. the and the them, you and those folks, so that they can carry out the job in the manner you would expect yes. and meet uh, the demands of the position that, that they're yep. put into. Um, and then also, I like that you di you mentioned distributed leadership because um, the principalship is a lonely job. It is, and when you can. Um, recognize that because you're in charge doesn't mean you have to touch everything. You can't effectively. Yeah. Yeah. That's an important lesson to be learned. Like you have to distribute it. Yes. And you want to grow your leaders, mm -hmm. right? You just like in, in the classroom as teachers, you want to foster leadership and, and individual growth and, and having kids tap into their potential. You need to do the same as, as a building principal. Mm -hmm. You need to, allow people different opportunities and create a culture where um, failure is okay mm -hmm. because we're all human and we're going to make mistakes. But what you learn from that and how you rebound is, mm -hmm. is the most important piece. Super important belief I hold. And I think we hold it here at IE. And um, I think this acceptance that failure is all right is, is really hard for people to get behind. Yes. And I, I think this even comes in instruction when we're working with students that if we feel that we are not allowed to make a mistake or to mm -hmm. fail, we be, it's very easy to become paralyzed to inaction. Yes. Because you're afraid of a misstep. You're afraid of a consequence or looking stupid if it's mm -hmm. solving a math problem. or And so building a culture that sees failure as... Uh, an opportunity for growth and yes. for learning is super important. It really is. And how did you, as a building leader, 
foster that acceptance? So I first had to accept it myself. <laughs> um, my first year as a building principal, I nearly ended up in the hospital. My blood pressure at 8 a.m. was 106 over 145. Wow. Um, and I learned right then and there that not everything is going to be perfect. And if I try and continue on that path, I will die in the process. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of change my thinking and allow myself to be vulnerable in front of my staff so that they could see and accept that we are human. And if I'm I'm willing to show them that, hey, I made this mistake. I'm going to own it and we're going to learn from it and we're going to grow together. Um, they're then more willing to do that. And in turn, it translates to the kids, right? Because that's what we're there for is to teach them how to navigate life in society. And part of that is making mistakes, owning our mistakes and learning from them. Mm -hmm. So I think being vulnerable and, and fostering that where it's not a, oh, she, he or she did this wrong. It's where did we make a mistake? What have we learned from this? And then moving forward, how can we we navigate this so that we don't make the same mistake? But keep in mind, there will be different challenges or pitfalls that, mm -hmm. that come up. But I think really just giving yourself and other people grace, um, leading by example, will allow that to just foster itself. Mm -hmm. So building a culture that you model Yes. That says it's okay to, for us to breathe. And when you breathe, we're, it, there's going to be this ebb and flow of success. Yes. And, yep. and it's about culture and creating a place where it's safe and people trust each other to make mistakes. Trust in culture is essential. <coughs> Sorry. Um, that's okay. Mm -hmm. you, you have to develop that and develop that trust. And it, it does take time. Just like in a classroom where you spend your first month teaching your routines and getting your kids prepared for the year, you have to do that with your staff. Um, and it, it, it takes time, but once they see it and they feel safe, they're willing to come to you and, mm -hmm. and you can guide them or step in if necessary before things spiral out of control. Because not everyone comes to that trust level at the same time, Correct. right? So you're going to have those teachers who are... Uh, team Capeca pretty quickly, and then you're going to have teachers who are still skeptical Absolutely. three years in. And 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 the the point is to continually model the same expectation opportunity for everyone, and then help those who are less trusting not not derail themselves and the, yeah. and the organization because they lack the trust. And I think people learn that when you live it. I think people understand that. It is safe. And and sometimes you have to go through that before you really are able to trust someone. But um, I've had great success with that. And I think it's just because what you yeah. see is what you get, whether you <laughs> like it or not. This is real, right? Yes. You <laughs> have to not be. recorded episode of this show. It is our day of a life in a school. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what is the thing that uh, over your time as a principal that you loved? Like even when you were a teacher, the the principalship, now that you're coaching, the thing that made all that worth it, all the stress, the chaos, the, in you know, uncertainty, what made it worth it? I think seeing growth in people. Mm. We go into education because we want to help people be the best version of themselves. And, and people come into that at different points in their lives. But as a teacher, I loved supporting my kids and seeing them not only learn the content, but also how to navigate life. Um, 
as a building principal, it's the same thing. You do that for your students, your teachers, and parents. How many parents have I had come into my office crying like, what is wrong with my kid? And I'm like, nothing. It's <laughs> called seventh grade syndrome. It's a thing. They're going to be fine. They're You'll be surprised. Now, yeah. Yes. I'm like, the adolescent brain on a good day is a mess. And sometimes you have to talk, you know, the parents off the ledge and just seeing them like, you were right. And it's not about being right. It's about coaching them through those opportunities. And now in my capacity, I have the opportunity to extend my experiences and help coach other leaders um, and school administrators, teachers, students through, through these growing pains. Mm -hmm. So I think really just going through it is hard, mm -hmm. but looking back, the joy and the reward it's my purpose, and, and I, I truly love that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And so as you think about leaders who are practicing right now and under tremendous amount of stress, and some are, and not just new people. I mean, mm -hmm. people who've been doing it for 15 years are feeling a lot of pressure. Absolutely. What piece of advice would you offer or encourage, give them a word of encouragement? It's a really great question because I think people are definitely exhausted. Education has taken a heavy hit in the last couple of years. We've had to pivot in multiple different directions that nobody was prepared for. Um, but you need to give yourself grace. You need to carve out time for yourself. That old adage of when you're on an airplane, right? And if the airbags come out, you need to put yours on before you can help other people is really essential. You need to make time for yourself. You also need to build a network. Like you said, being a principal is a lonely job, but network with other administrators, family members, friends, IEE. We, we, having that system of somebody that you can call and, and just, I need to process this with you or to vent to, you know, mm -hmm. some, some spouses are great with that. Some are like, leave work at work. I don't want to hear about it at home. So I think you just have to have that support structure, and then listen to your body. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that you do that, but you did that by like scheduling your weekends for you yes. and keeping that space sacred to exercise or connect with your family or, or sleep for 17 hours. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> That's what my body needed. Yes. And you're saying two things, find the place to take care of your body physically yep. and find the place to take care of your body mentally with, your, with your peers or create a community or yes. to release the stress that is there yeah. every day. Because if you don't find an outlet, it'll eat you alive. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It will find its own way. It, yeah. it will. All right. Well, Kaveka, thank you for uh, sharing for and thank me. you for the service you do for all the schools that IE uh, works with. And we're Honored and blessed to have you as part of our team. Thank you. Thanks. Excited to be here. Join us for our next episode of The Principalship, The Worst Job I Ever Loved. <laughs>